Welcome to Break the Mold. Think of this podcast as a place where you can get your dose of inspiration, motivation, and a shift in mindset as we invite extraordinary industry leaders and have real, raw conversations of how they broke the mold in their industry and share tips on productivity, health, wellness, and everything in between. Hello, hello, beautiful people. My name is Verdana Fortaleza, founder of Clean Beauty Brand, The Lifestyle Co. I am obsessed with everything self-care and have a passion for helping people be the best versions of themselves. With over a decade of valuable experience in business, I was inspired to launch The Life Academy. I am so excited to start this new journey with you. Hello, everyone. I'm Diane Carante. I am a multifaceted publicist with a passion to elevate brands to their highest potential. My life mission is to never lose sight of your inner power. TV host, journalist, interviewer, and entrepreneur Daniel Robay shines through as she breaks the mold with portraying the true power in having a leap of faith, believing in a dream, starting with little to nothing, and going after it with creating her own path and trusting her self-worth. Danielle shares on life lessons and trials in working towards her passion in journalism that has led her to an unstoppable on-camera career to an expanding with her own podcast platform and carrying on to an insightful card game and merchandise collection, where she acknowledges on the importance of giving back, mindfulness, and having a purposeful career with making an impact on others. So Danielle, thank you so much for coming in. We're excited to get to know you a little bit with everything that you have going on. You are definitely, you know, someone to aspire to with all of the things under your belt. So I want to know, how did you get into entertainment reporting and how did you get started with that? And what was your original goal with your TV career? It's really nice of you to say thank you, first of all. Um, I am from Chicago, so uh, Diane and I always connected on that, but born and raised and then uh, went to school in Madison, Wisconsin and did local news there. And uh, I loved it. I, I re- like as soon as I was a political science major and I did like TV and theater growing up. So I felt like it kind of mixed the two things that I loved. And uh, I graduated and said, okay, I'm moving to LA. I'm going to work on the internet. It's going to be a thing. My dad was like, Britney Spears fans work on the internet. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I was like, listen, I have $8,000. I'm going to give myself six months because I had a free place to live. I was living in a garage. My grandma's friend let me live with her in Santa Monica and I'll figure it out. So he was like, it's your life. Go for it. So uh, I moved and I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any friends or anything. And I was so excited to be there in that garage Uh, And I started emailing, cold calling people, no one would answer. And uh, finally, this one outlet, this digital outlet answered is Red Carpet Place. And I convinced the guy to let me do red carpets for him for free. And I would show up like if if a dog in Beverly Hills had a birthday, I was there covering it. Um, And I got a bunch of footage and put a reel together. And then I would send it out to all these people. No one would reply again. And I started sending people gifts. So I would send people like bamboo plants or cookies with a little note that said, hey, uh, I'm really eager to add value to what you're doing to help. If anybody, if you have anything last minute, I'm here and I would send them my email. And again, no one would really reply, but they would just send like a thank you email for the cookies or something. And one day, uh, a few months later, an outlet called me last minute 
it was like 2 p.m. The event was at 5 p.m. And they said, our host is sick. She, she can't come. Can you be there? And I said, yeah, I'll be there. So it was for the X Factor red carpet. And Simon Cowell gave me an exclusive and then they hired me. So I owe him so much and wow. started doing red carpets. Um, and then that turned into working at Entertainment Tonight Online. And I freelanced at NBC News LA and Extra and then moved to Chicago to do a morning show and ultimately moved back here to LA. And I'm now doing a show on E and I work with IMDb and have my own podcast, Pretty Smart and my card deck. But uh, I will tell you to answer your second question is that when I first moved, all I wanted to, I've always said I've wanted to be the millennial Barbara Walters, but I, I wanted to work at E so badly. And over the years, I would go in for meetings and nothing would ever happen. And finally, it worked out. I, I kind of gave up on it, to be honest. And then it, it worked out. It was um, honestly such a dream. So big full circle moment for me, for sure. Whenever you have that can do attitude, like I'll figure it out kind of uh mindset, you yeah. will really figure it out. And that's the thing with a lot of people that are aspiring entrepreneurs. You know, if you just believe in yourself, there's no failing in your mind, miraculous things happen. And I think it's always around the time when an entrepreneur or somebody who wants something so bad yeah. in their life, always that second before they feel like they want to give up, something miraculous happens. You know, I always hear those stories and I never really believed it until it happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. love how persistent, how gracefully persistent you were because you figured out different ways and creative ways to still reach out and still put yourself out there. And you were just gunning for it, but you knew exactly where you wanted to land. And when you, that opportunity came around, especially like interviewing someone like Simon Cowell, who's, you know, a challenging person to interview, you nailed it. And so it just showed like you knew your talent, you knew your strength and your worth. So you just went for it. And that's what we love so much about hearing what you just said. You know, I think I heard some, somebody say this years ago that sales isn't about selling, it's about helping. Right. And it, it's so true because if you go into anything, every meeting I walk into, every dinner, even with my own family, I think about like, how can I add value to their lives? How can I make things easier for them? And I think if you go in with that attitude, you end up like getting more out of it than if you're just trying to sell something. Yeah. Cause once you sell it, then it's gone. Like it already, the value <laughs> depreciates, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, or if you're trying to sell yourself, they don't really right. believe you sometimes, you know? It's about believing in, in yourself and you're absolutely right with the whole sales part because you're actually selling yourself. It's, it's about the value that you're giving. And most of the time, and I could say this with like, when I had the fashion stores, a lot of it was me selling myself. They come back for you if they like you and what your intention behind the brand and everything else. So it, it really isn't about selling. It's how you intentionally present yourself out there and whatever your brand is. And I agree with you in that completely. Completely. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. And I, we love hearing your take on that and to contribute, you know, to that part, to add on to it. It's such a, it was such a, it's such a cutthroat industry in general, like media and entertainment. So how did you stay motivated in working in this industry alone when you were going for it? And then how you're like maintaining and sustaining your career in this industry? That's a good question. And, and honestly, um, something I find really challenging yeah. because it's so inconsistent, you know, like yeah. there are moments where I'm making money and then there's like 
I mean, during COVID, I made like no money. It was really hard. And so it's almost like an actor in some ways. Um, like you really, when you're making money, you really have to be a good saver because you don't know how long it's going to last. So yeah, it's really hard. I think also like with this card deck, it was scary too, because I put a lot of money into creating it. And that's like another thing of betting on yourself. Cause I didn't know what would happen with it. So yeah, I, I, to be honest, like, I think, I think it probably looks better on Instagram than it is in real <laughs> life. Like there's a, like yeah. a few months I ago, I was like, how am I going to pay my rent? <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. I understand completely. Well, you know, with Instagram, it's a highlight reel of your life, right? Yeah. yeah. Everything is a portfolio. It's what you, you know, what people see and people think everything is an overnight success when ultimately, I mean, I, w- I can tell you for me, it took 10 years for me to get to this part of my life where I completely could be, uh, I feel like I am where I'm at in my career in the business. That's really cool to hear. Yeah. It took 10 years and I made, well, it was like the sort of the thing that got you over the hump to be quite honest with you. When I decided to not renew my lease for my stores and mind you, I created this company from ground up all on my own with a partner wow. at the time. And we had a store in Westfield and we created this whole like truck and mortar store. And, um, you know, that was a big part of me. I started that company at 25, 24. Yeah. And mind you, I was paving a road for a whole new industry. And I didn't know what I was doing, but I was just went with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then after that, before the pandemic even happened in 2019, I was just like, you know what? I feel like it's time to move on with my career. I already started my beauty line in conjunction with my doors. And I decided to fully focus on that, mm-hmm. even though, you know, there was a big part of me that I felt like my store was my identity, I, I would say, because it was such like a, it was such a big part of my life. And Diane will tell you, because she was a part of that yeah. too. And it was hard when I was like, what all happened. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I don't, you know, I think that it's time for me to just not renew my lease. And I had two stores at the time in Santa Monica and Woodland Hills. And then it was so hard. And my, my amazing partner was like, you're growing and this is causing you more stress and you don't need that anymore. You need to focus on what's causing you more fulfillment, more, more of this light, which is my company's lifestyle co. And it was the hardest decision at the time, but it was the best pivotal moment of my time. And I thought I was actually losing everything because I was just my identity, everything else. But I'm telling you the pandemic happened and it was unfortunate what happened with the world, but so many things happened for me in my other business, a lifestyle co that kind of just, because I let that one part go that doesn't serve me anymore. It helped me blossom in that way. It's people don't understand that there's a process to everything that nothing happens overnight. And to be quite honest with you, that part was more of a character building for me. I feel like as like a young entrepreneur. And now because of that wisdom I got from that experience, I am so much more, I've grown a lot. And I, I know I would never repeat the same mistakes ever again. I'm excited to that next step is for me, you know, as I continue to grow. So yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. Like it's not, you know, and people only saw the good stuff out on social media. It's not like, you know, no one knew the back end of that, you know, like they only see the good stuff, but ultimately when you're a business owner or entrepreneur, it, you kind of, you're that resilient soul. And, you know, you kind of have to put on that face because yeah. at the end of the day, you do want to show the, the beautiful things that, you know, you want to 
portray for your brand and all the other stuff. That's what the podcast is for. I feel like so that people can actually get to know the business owners or, you know, the entrepreneurs behind all the brands to to really hear the story. So I, I get what you're saying when it comes to what you went through during the pandemic, having to worry about where the next sales are going to come from next. So yeah, I understand completely. I like what you said too, about, uh, you thought things were over and really it was just growth. I think that's such a beautiful lesson. Yeah. It's always that part where, yeah, it's the in-between like that, <laughs> that in-between, like the messy middle. Yeah. Where it's like the, not the fear, but like not knowing if you should cross over, but when you do cross over, it's all worth it. It shines so much light and then it just brings you forward more and more. So yeah, I think it's like such a turning point for everyone. And then they really thrive after they've crossed over like that, which I've seen in both of you, which is like, I love witnessing things like that, you know, cause it's really cool. Like when you started this, po- your own podcast, be pretty smart. You started in the, in the pandemic, correct. And like, you just took on your own other direction, which was great. Cause then you just did your own thing. You just started something you knew that your media career was still there and you used your skill set and you just pay, paid it forward. And I think that's awesome. I think that's one of the most beautiful things too. So I'd love to know more about your podcast. Thank you. Yeah. I, I had nothing going on really, you know? Um, yeah. And so I wanted to, I had wanted to start something on my own for quite some time and didn't have the time. And so I felt like this was a perfect opportunity. Um, so we launched in February of 2021. Let's take a quick break and talk about the Lifestyle Co. Botanical Beach Mess. It has clean ingredients like aloe, lavender, and tea tree oil to help moisturize and hydrate your sun-drying skin. Best part, it doubles as a natural toner and is a perfect accessory for summer. You can purchase it on thelifestyleco.com. That's life with a Y. And for our listeners, we have a special discount code for you. Break the mold for 20% off. Now let's get back to the show. It's called Pretty Smart, which is a love letter to women with something to say. And so each episode, uh, I focus on interviewing somebody who puts a new spin on pretty. So they're pretty bold, pretty witty, pretty strong, pretty smart. Uh, And we've had some amazing interviews. We've had like Maria Shriver, Megan Thee Stallion, um, had a moment with Issa Rae. We've interviewed doctors and therapists like Nedra Tawab Glover. I call her like America's therapist. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's been so like, I learn so much each episode. So I feel like uh, I just get to like learn to live better through other people's stories. And you gain so much more knowledge and whatever they, whatever tips and the things that they, the great things that they've experienced, you sense like sort of realness, like they, they come down to earth with you. And I think that's, awesome. You're able to lock in such successful names. I mean, Maria Shriver of all people, like gold medal right there. And then I've seen you. Yeah. Interviews so many other ones like Bobby Brown. So, I mean, it's just amazing that you just took that initiative and you got all these people and from where you started when just moving here to your grandma's from the garage. Yeah. Yeah, from the garage. I love that. (laughs) It's been uh it's been a long nine and a half years from the garage. <laughs> yeah. But it's all about the journey. Honestly. Yeah, the journey. And then you got into your cards. So tell us about the 52 questions, everything. I remember I was fascinated when we went to dinner and you showed me how this all like came together. But I want you to share like how you did this. Thank you. Yeah. It uh 
So I actually got a job at a place that I thought was my dream job. And I was like the youngest person they ever hired. And I thought, this is why I moved here. And this is all the sacrifice was for. And I ended up hating it. I would break out into hives. I cried in the bathroom at lunch. And one day my mom called me and I was just so miserable. And she was like, just quit. Life is too short. Just quit. And I said, I have no money. What am I going to do? And she was like, I don't know, but you always figure it out. So just, just quit. And I did, I quit and I was living off my credit cards and I was, I hate living off my credit cards. It's just like, there's so much anxiety wrapped up in that. And I decided to take the time that I was unemployed and take myself to grad school. So that for me, like as a, as a journalist was studying all the people I thought were doing it best. So I looked at Robin Roberts and Bob Costas and Katie Couric and Larry King. And I would just take notes about how they move their hands and what transitions they used. And part of that was, was looking at this list of questions that I had. I had a Google doc of like 800 questions that I'd asked celebrities and entrepreneurs and authors over the course of the years. And I looked at it one day and I said, you know, I ask people questions for a living and I've never asked myself one question. And this was like before I ever went to therapy. So (laughs) I was like, let me ask myself a few of these every day and see what happens. So I asked myself a few questions every day. And by the end of the list, I realized I was so much more interesting at dinners because I had more to share. I was way more practiced at asking questions And it was kind of like this superpower. Like I even saw it with not just strangers, but my family and my friends, because I would ask them these like really thoughtful questions and they felt so seen and heard and validated and cared for and loved. And I was like, you know what? Questions are really like a love language. They really like your presence is and your attention. And you're saying like, I want to be here with you more than I want to be anywhere else in the world right now. And that is such a gift. I was like, I think everybody wants this. We all want to be curious. We just sometimes don't know how to enter a conversation or don't know what to ask. It can be awkward. And so, and so I put it into a deck of cards, into a game of 52 of my, I whittled down the 800 I had and put it into 52 questions for deeper conversation. And, uh, they like sold out in the first weekend. I was so scared. I thought I was going to sell like 10 of them. And then I, they ended up, we ended up selling hundreds. So I just restocked and it's, it's been so fun. It's so cool to see something that you make in people's hands. Like I'm like, these questions brought me so much laughter and good conversation. And now they get to do that for everybody else. It's so fun. I love that whole concept because you're absolutely right. When it comes to more of those deeper questions and having more an intention behind them when you're having it with your family or friends. Cause I think yeah. so wrapped up with social media and living like a dream world almost. And having these questions, you mentioned that you, before you went to therapy or after before, yeah, I'd never asked myself any questions. Yeah. So what did the therapy inspired you for all of this? Because I feel like those, when you get deep like that, you know, it opens up a whole new layer and then you get to really know somebody because I think a lot of people are just, they're not used to those kinds of questions, right? Like they're not used to having those conversations all the time. No, they're not. Yeah. The questions actually helped inspire the therapy because I realized I learned so much about myself asking these questions. Like what would happen if I had somebody else also asking me questions. Right. That's amazing. Congratulations. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So how do you stay inspired with having multiple facets of careers with e-news and this with the podcast and the cards and everything? How do you stay inspired every day? Do you take time for each thing every day? Or I mean, obviously these are things that with purpose and intention, I feel like that's part of it. Yeah. But how do you maintain every day with the different things happening at once? I want to give you the real answer. That's why I like paused for a minute. Yeah. I, wow, I feel like I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> I have like worked so hard to get to this point. Um, there's been like so many really hard moments and moments of not being able to pay my rent and being depressed because things didn't go the way I wanted them to, or like my personal life was a mess and I had to put on a pretty face and I have never had a problem staying inspired. Like there's so much I want to do. I wake up like fired up every day. Like there's not enough time in the day to do all the things I want to do. But I think mostly I just feel so grateful. Like I, I didn't know it could be or could feel this good, you know? So I don't know how long it will last. I hope it continues to feel good, <laughs> it's but going to last forever. forever. I don't know. That. I think maybe that's not life. Like there's peaks and valleys and, and there's moments of suffering. And I, I expect that, but like, I am trying to ride the happy wave while I have it. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing no, is that you did it all yourself, you know, like you have no one else that's doing this for you. You did this, all of it on your own. So I think that's Thanks. what that fire comes from because no one else is making the cards or doing this podcast. No one, it's all you and it's, it's your name and it's your work and your value. And I think that's, that's like, like love. And I'm so proud of you for everything that you've been doing. Cause you really shine. Like, don't ever think that, you know, you won't, you're not doing enough because you're shining like so big, you know? Yeah. So sweet. I mean, I appreciate you saying that, but I think I have had a lot of people help me, you know, like I've had like such generous, kind people pour into me, Diane, you're one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like you always go out of your way for me. And I've, I've felt that from the moment we met, like I didn't necessarily like when you started helping me do these pieces with restaurants, I didn't have a ton of experience and you took a chance on me. And so there's people like that who have offered their help. So like, I, I, even though I didn't necessarily have like direct help, I've definitely had a lot of generous help. And that's the beauty about connection, right? And being able to meet people that can help you because anything that's successful in life, you got to do it with with a team, with a village. And that's amazing that connecting with like-minded individuals like Diane, taking that chance on you and you continue to let that inspire you. And I love that life inspires you. That's what, you know, that's what you're telling us right now that life Mm. is inspired. Like you're inspired by life and being able to wake up every day and just be like, you know what, I'm going to do this whatever that looks like, I'm going to do this. And yeah, you're absolutely right. This, the wave of life, I think is definitely peaks and valleys, but the foundation of just knowing where that, where you've come from and how far you've come and, you know, locking that in as the, you know, that feeling of like, you know what, you can always go back to that. Even if there's like all this noise in the background, always going back to what you've done. 
And that on its own will always keep you in that good feeling feeling, you know? So those are, I think that's just incredible that you're continuously moving forward and pushing yourself. And what tips can you share for an accelerated experience and those aspiring a broadcasting in, as an entrepreneur? I think there's a few things I've learned that people have taught me that for any industry you're in, I think make a big difference. Um, one is a mentor of mine. His name is Steve Carlston. And I've never admired somebody more. I love the way he lives his life. And he said to me, like, I was like, what if all of all the sacrifice, everything I'm doing doesn't amount to anything. And he was like, all you can do is make good decisions every day and hope that it does. And that's really all you have. And so I try and live by that. I try, I know that I don't necessarily have control of my destiny, but I have control over who I am on the way there. So I always try and be kind and as generous as I can with my time or whatever I have to give. And yeah, I think who I am on the way there really matters. And it, it, it always comes back full circle. I know you guys know that too. Like yeah. I feel that from you, you, go, you both are the same way you're givers. So I think it's just, that's what it's about. Like people always think that life is about getting stuff and it's actually really about giving. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell us what you have going on. Where can we find you? And where can yeah. we buy your book, your cards, all of that fun stuff. Thank you. you. Merch. You have your cute sweatshirts. I right? should have worn my sweatshirt. I need to get. <laughs> I need to get you guys the sweatshirts. I love those. Um, yes, yes I, everything's on uh, at my, on my Instagram, Danielle Robay. There's a link in my bio to everything R O B A Y. Um, and pretty smart is the podcast. You can subscribe there as well. But um, really, for all of your listeners, because I think you guys are um, are so entrepreneurial and you're connectors that's like one of your superpowers. And so I'm guessing that the people listening are connectors and and entrepreneurs as well. So um, really, like, if you don't want to buy anything, it's totally cool. Just uh, connect with me. I love learning and and from people and meeting new people. So uh, I appreciate you having me on your platform and your time. And uh, yeah, thank you. Well, we loved having you. You've been such uh, an enlightenment in this whole like past 30 minutes that we've been able to share and, you you know, um, with you and connect even more deeper with you, because these are the conversations that we want to have and share with everyone so that they're also able to get on the same, you know, platform as we all want to be on and move forward, you know, accelerate. And everybody has a special gift and purpose in life. And and it's just about, it's all in us you know it's just about curating it exactly and we appreciate you being so real and raw and i love that because like i said most people don't really get to see the behind the scenes we're both excited to share your story to our listeners and you know and see the beautiful things that you've created along the way and that anyone could do it you know as long as you believe in yourself and Thank you so much. You both are so wonderful. I can't wait to have a meal in person in IRL instead of URL. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Danielle. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.
Catch new episodes every other Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast as we invite new industry leaders on how they break the mold. Also, make sure to visit us online at breakthemold.com for updates and follow us on Instagram at breakthemold underscore podcast.